Hey there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. I've got a fantastic guest for you today, but real quick before we get to them, I have to tell you about Certified Piedmontese because this is a brand I am so excited about. In fact, I will never forget the first time I had Certified Piedmontese. The crown jewel of my initial visit to Casa Bovina was a beautiful rib cap that was so lean and tender, it was almost silky in texture. The moment that beef hit my taste buds, I was hooked. These animals are raised all natural on a network of family ranches across the Midwest, so Certified Piedmontese is able to cut out the middleman and buy directly from the source. And while I highly encourage you to check out Casa Bovina, you can savor this beef at home, too. Whether you order off Piedmontese.com or by calling one 800 414-3487, your purchase will be shipped directly to your front door. Plus, when you use my discount code HOPPEN, H-O-P-P-E-N, you get 25% off your order. How can you beat that? So what are you waiting for? Get some steaks, burgers, bacon, or other meats and experience the certified Piedmontese difference for yourself today. And now, to my guest. I want to introduce you to a place that is unlike any that I've found in Omaha. Now that I, I know that I say that kind of a lot when I'm describing restaurants, and I do think that each is its own unique gem. But if there is any place that that description really embodies, I think it's this place. And until you find me a combination of a coffee house, cereal bar, and retro video game arcade, I will stand behind that statement. This is Control, and I have the owners with me today, Jenny and Nick Mesas. Guys, welcome to the show. Hell, hey, dude. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So if anyone is a longtime listener of the show, they probably recognize Nick's voice, and that's because he's been on here a couple times already. He's a veteran of the Restaurant restaurant Hoppin' podcast. He has a very popular um, New Mexican barbecue fusion restaurant in Lincoln called Muchachos, which I'm a massive fan of, and we have some big news regarding that, which we're going to get to later on. But this episode, I want to focus on control, because I think it is a really cool, I'm going to call it a coffee shop, but it's so much more than a coffee shop that just opened in in Little Bohemia a couple months ago. Um, So I kind of just want to lay out the red carpet for you guys. Where did the idea for this coffee shop come from? Because, I mean, I kind of laid it out in the intro, but it's just so unlike anything I've seen before. Well, we were kind of looking around at spaces for muchachos in Omaha, but um, our realtor found this place uh, that just opened up and sent it to us and said, hey, I don't know if it will work for the restaurant, but I want you to look at it. And we walked in and immediately we're like, this would be great for a coffee shop. Um, and I've always loved coffee and coffee shops in general. And uh, uh, we have a full coffee bar at Muchachos. And so um, that's kind of where I learned how to sling coffee. And um, we just thought, yeah, this could be something that we could do, but how can we stand out? Um, and so we started brainstorming and we were thinking about, I mean, just like with Muchachos, we wanted to create a space of things that we love and a place that we want, we would want to hang out, and we kind of went the same route with control, where we were thinking, well, man, what's Saturday morning? What do we like to do? We like to drink coffee. We like to play video games with the kids, and um, our whole family loves cereal, so why not throw all those things together? But you weren't actively looking to open a coffee shop. No, not at all. It just really? kind of mm. fell into our laps. It was, it was the, like the five-year plan, right? Like it was something that... We're like, hey, this would be really fun eventually, 
Um, because, I mean, with COVID, we knew that coffee trends were changing a little bit where it was more drive-through heavy. And so, like, if we were going to do a coffee shop initially, it was we wanted to make sure that we had one with a drive-through. And then Justin, our uh, real estate agent, found the spot. And we're like, gosh, dang it. Like, are we going to have to jump and, and do something on the whim again? Like, we always do. Yeah. And um, it just, I mean, it worked. I mean, from day one, we walked in, we're like, this would, this would fit. So, okay, like walk me through that. What was it about that space? Because you just mentioned like coffee, you know, for a lot of people during COVID became more of a drive-through thing, but that's not what control is. There's no drive-through. It's more of a place where it's, yeah, you can go in and get a coffee and get it to go, but it is inviting you to stay, to play video games. It's a very, you've got a nice patio. It's a very like just inviting, welcoming space. It's the kind of place where you go and like, you don't really want to leave. You want to stay and enjoy your coffee there. So what was it about that space that just made you guys have that realization that this, this isn't a muchachos second location, but this is a coffee shop. We feel that. Um, I mean, we walked in and I mean, it was, it was a nutrition, like a smoothies and juices stop before. So the set out and the layout was already almost what we would have needed for a coffee shop at a big bar, lots of room for activities in the back. Um, and I don't know, it just really, really worked out. And we fell in love with the neighborhood yeah, right away. Like big... little Italy is such a cool vibe and such a cool up and coming part of town. And, um, it's to, a little off the beat, you know, yeah. not necessarily right in the heart of the old market, but just a little bit uh, away. And you've got the Durham Museum not very far, and you're just down the road from the zoo. and Lords and Gardens. and Yeah, so we knew that there was going to be a lot of traffic that way, foot traffic too. So uh, we just thought, why not try it? What I love about the concept is it just like, it reminds me of a childhood Saturday morning. Yeah. And... I think you described this a little bit on your website, but like as soon as I read that description, it like took me back. It's like you wake up, parents are groggy, yeah. they're making a pot of coffee, kids are just like housing a bowl of sugary cereal, and then immediately heading to the TV to either watch cartoons or play video games yeah. for like the rest of the morning. What is you guys's version of like that Saturday morning experience growing up, and how did that inspire what control? is now i mean i was a total saturday morning cartoon girl like i would just get and i love cereal and i could eat cereal all day every day that's true <laughs> and so i don't get tired of it people ask me if i get tired of eating cereal at the at control and i said no like it's so much fun um so we just kind of wanted to amp that up too where um you don't just have a simple cereal bowl of cereal but you can choose all these different types together and toppings and make it fun and a place to kind of go and, and chill out for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I think I've talked about this with muchachos a little bit and I don't want to compare everything back to that, but you know, muchachos was built out of like, we wanted to, like for me, it was, it was built out of grief. It brought me the cooking that food that, you know, similar to what my grandparents had. So, you know, it made me feel good. And with control, you know, I immediately went back to the upstairs of my grandparents' house mm -hmm. and with that old rickety Nintendo playing Super Mario, big bowl of cereal or, you know, WWF wrestling on TV, you know, mm -hmm. like just um, that's what Saturday mornings are to me or sitting crisscross applesauce hands in my lap with a bowl of <laughs> Apple Jacks, you know. And, um, yeah, it just we want 
everything that we do, we want you to feel like that nostalgia that, you know, that time when life was a little bit easier. You know, you can go in and just kind of forget about the crap that's going on for a few minutes and enjoy life. Yeah. And also I think just the combination of having a space where adults can go and have a cup of coffee and their kids can experience what, um, what they had when they were kids and playing these old school video games. Like it's really fun to watch families come in and like, you know, fathers and sons and, and seeing the dads kind of try and school their kids into all these video games that they don't quite know yet. But also too, (laughs) let's, let's not neglect the fact that kids can go play video games while the parents can read That's a newspaper true. or, you know, look or at their phone without hearing, you know, <laughs> like, dad, what is it? You Distract know, like, yeah, the little ones first. It is nice. kind of a nice break for the parents for yeah. sure. Something that you said there, Nick, was really interesting in that in both of your establishments, there's like a heavy, heavy emotional connection to the past. I know this isn't the case for every restaurant, but for you guys, is that like an essential part of establishing something, just needing to have meaning behind the restaurant? You're not just creating food, but you're connecting it to something personal. If you don't have a personal connection, then what's the point, right? Like, you, we don't want to create just for the sake of creating. Right. Like, we want it to mean something to us, because if you don't, then you're like, well, what the hell? Like, I don't need this. We'll close this one and do something else. Like, we want it to have a connection, and if it doesn't, then why? I mean, then we're doing it for money, and that's not the right, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think too, just wanting to create things that we love, so that we can continue doing it. Because I mean, we don't is, resent it. Right? This is hard work, you know. Um, opening any kind of business is difficult, and having that connection kind of grounds us so that we don't get super discouraged. Like, we remember the reason why we're doing it. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay, I want to start with the coffee first, because we are talking about a coffee shop, uh, first and foremost. So what I think is so interesting is you guys, I think most people would identify control as, you know, offering the the cereal milk lattes and, and, you know, some of the lotus drinks, some of the crazier things. Mm -hmm. But you guys also just offer great standard like classic coffee drinks, like a cold brew, a mocha, a latte, cappuccino, Americano, all that stuff. As you're putting together the coffee menu and trying to establish the personality of what the coffee aspect of this place is going to be, how did you kind of parse through that menu and design it? It's a really hard question. (laughs) It just kind of came in pieces, I think. Um, you know, Omaha has such a really amazing yeah. coffee scene. There are so many amazing coffee shops here. And uh, that is really intimidating. <laughs> um, so we knew, you know, we trust our coffee. Like our coffee roaster is amazing Mike at Meta Coffee Lab. And we know we have a very quality product. Um, but it is very intimidating coming in here when there are so many good things. And so we wanted to set ourselves apart a little bit, but also you know, still offer those classics that people love. Um, and that really shows the quality of the coffee. Um, so I wanted to have like that standard set. And then I also wanted to say, well, let's look at like what specialty coffees could we do and let's make that fun and kind of tie it back into things that we love. We're talking about that for, you know, just the idea of things. And so we put together our specialty menu with, um, 
under like our we have an icon wall. So there are a lot of people who have passed um, who are you know famous have put their mark on the world and um, kind of live their lives with um, meaning and grace and yeah, yeah exactly and and did the things that they do with excellence. And that's kind of things that we want to mimic and kind of put into our lives as well. And so um, we put together just different coffees and teas and things that um, kind of highlighted those people. So like Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Betty White, who you know brought laughs to the mm-hmm. world, and Anthony Bourdain and Chadwick Boseman, right? Robin Williams. Yep. Yep. And then with um, the Lotus energy drinks, um, we wanted it to be fun and tie it into our gaming systems. And so we named them all after different gaming characters um, from old school stuff. Now, for for people who are unfamiliar, what what are Lotus energy drinks? Sure. So uh, Lotus um, is a a company that um, puts together uh, purely plant I can't talk. <laughs> Plant-based energy drinks, and so it's all um, different optogens and from the green coffee bean extract, and so um, similar to like the Red Bulls and Monsters and stuff, but it's all plant-based, um, and so uh, it's really fun. We can put together different flavors and profiles and stuff like that, and um, yeah, they're super colorful, that. super fun. Yeah. Like they're very vibrant. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, and that's I think video games are very vibrant right and so yeah. like we try to come up with different flavors of lotus like less sorry we got it we got a new one for you. <laughs> we're, getting, we're trying thinking about shark week starts soon. of course so yeah we're trying to figure out how can we do a shark week mm-hmm. themed lotus with like the candy sharks on top and just kind of make it mm-hmm. super fun but yeah no it's we wanted to like look at the past and honor the past and lift that up and lift those people up but at the same time you know, have the fun and vibrant side of it, which the Lotus can provide. Mm-hmm. And also just is our space in general yeah. is just fun and vibrant. And, and you walk in and it's delicious. Too. Yeah, that's, true. <laughs> <laughs> really that's the most important thing yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So the thing that I think is probably like, we can talk about these other coffee drinks and they're definitely unique. And obviously the ones that are named after uh, people who have passed are very moving and powerful. But I think the most like attention grabbing is the cereal milk lattes. Yeah. And for anyone who hasn't had one of these, they can be ordered in three different flavors: cinnamon toast crunch, the golden graham, or fruity pebbles. I had the cinnamon toast crunch, and it was bizarre. It was like <laughs> if you know when you eat a bowl of cereal and there's that leftover cereal milk. If you took that and mixed it with like the prop, like just the right balance of coffee, where you're just getting that little bit of coffee flavor, but it's still very creamy and cinnamony, and it was it was delicious. <laughs> Whose idea was that? Where did that come from? That was yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we we had you know we have a full coffee shop at Muchachos, and we wanted to I mean not just provide regular great coffee, but how can we do something fun and. It's kind of where control was born, really, with like the whole cereal milk lattes and the popularity that that took at Muchachos, and how can we grow that and build it into something different? And I don't know, like, it was, just one day it was like, what if we tried to do something like this? How would we do it? And so we just started experimenting, yeah. and like we had like one morning that was slow, and we just kind of taste tested different like 10 different cereals yeah and different cereals until we found the right one that you know 
you get a you know cinnamon toast crunch latte you know whether it's iced or hot the hot you get the scent of that cereal milk and you like cinnamon wow milk, yeah. yeah you're just kind of brought right back to those saturday mornings and a cup of coffee it's really fun yeah i i don't know it's just they're really fun and they're different and um you know i was really surprised the the process of trying it out was really fun like we found that anything with puffs doesn't work it's like cocoa puffs. Really? Absolutely yeah. doesn't work. I don't Why? know. Why? I think it's the way the the cereal dissolves. Oh, okay. And it just adds like this little bitter flavor yeah. to it. It's so like Reese's puffs we thought would have been amazing. Didn't work. Uh, cocoa puffs didn't work. Um, but we've tried a few others, and, and I would love to do some more. But um, I don't know. They're just really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wait, take me back to this first morning, this first slow morning at Muchachos <laughs> when you're trying these. Like, I'm trying to picture this in my yeah. brain. Are you guys just, like, pouring bowls of cereal, just e- eating that and, like, okay, now we got the milk. Now yeah. let's let's no. go through it. Like, how did that work? Yeah. So we just had, like, a bunch of bowls, and we put cereal and milk in it and just let it sit for a few hours. Yeah. And then we strained it, and then we would try the milk first and see how the milk was on its own. And then she would pull shots, and we would make tiny little lattes and mm. give samples to whoever was yeah. working there and we would get their opinion and yep. um, even our customer you know if yeah. anybody came in we we're like hey you want to try this tell us what you think of it and so we were getting like real time unbiased opinions mm-hmm. on this because we were giving it for free and yeah, yeah it was really fun yeah. that was a that was a fun day <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So were, was there any thought to putting to adding that to the muchachos coffee menu or was that almost like a springboard into Finding a new coffee shop. Yeah, we had put it on our muchachos menu, um, gosh, for about a year or so before. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. fair it's enough. It's been on there yeah. for a hot minute, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. I'm just way behind. That's, That's my strike. mistake. You're okay. Strike one. Yeah, <laughs> good good research by the host right there. But, okay, so it was successful. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it was, yeah, we've had it on the menu at muchachos for a while, and, um, Fruity Pebbles is the least favorite, which really bums me out because that's my personal favorite of them all. Um, I would say it's different at Control, though. The Control, I think, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is number one, but yeah. then it's then the second is Fruity Pebbles. I think when people, because you think Fruity Pebbles and coffee, I don't know. It does sound kind of odd, because yeah. fruit and coffee are not right. things that usually go together. Yeah. Right. Um, but we get, we've had, like, had to encourage people to try it, and then, like, I remember one guy um, one of our baristas was like, hey, you should try this just to see. Because he's, like, really skeptical about it. So he did and sat down and had was playing video games and then came back for a second one. Uh, just, to, you know, once he was done yeah. with that latte. So um, I think once people try it, then they really see that it's really good. Okay. Now I want to get into the cereal portion okay. of control. You guys offer 33 different kinds of cereal but also 19 toppings. So I've seen coffee shops that serve cereal before. Like, that's not exactly a brand new concept. But the idea of having the toppings, and some of these are wild toppings, where did that come from? Because that's new to me. I I don't know. I mean... As we approach everything, we yeah. want to make it weird and fun. <laughs> like, and what can we do to amp this up, make yeah. it really fun? And just things that you wouldn't think would work. And then to see the creations, and, and that's honestly the fun thing. Like, we can provide all these, but to see what, like, a six-year-old kid walks up and says, I want this and this and this. I want Cocoa Puffs and marshmallows with peanut butter drizzle and a buttload of whipped cream. And yeah. <laughs> it is so much fun to see the joy on their face when... 
someone brings up. their tray out and we put the milk on the side because you know they think it's a fun part of the experience to yeah, pour your own milk in there and so we have these really cool old-fashioned like milk things <laughs> And uh, what are those called? Milk jugs. That's the word. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's a fun experience, and to see the awe and the the eyes light up, yeah, is like and that doesn't get old. Grown ups, grown ups too. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> it's really fun. You know, they come in and they're like, "Holy cow, you can get you know crushed up pop tarts on your cereal. What's that?" And the, oh, I found this yesterday. The joy of crushing the Pop-Tarts and the graham crackers uh-huh. is so, like, <laughs> satisfying. So satisfying. Love it. So it's a bonus on both ends. Yes. Right? It, it's good for the maker <laughs> and the consumer. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What, what's the craziest combination you've oh, seen? Gosh. It is It is interesting to see people, mostly kids, that put together, like, Cocoa Puffs and Fruity Pebbles into the same bowl with chocolate milk as the milk. And, yeah, it's been, <laughs> you see a lot of really crazy creations. But some people, I mean, I would say the vast majority, and I'm not there as much as you are, but, like, from what I've seen, a lot of people are kind of boring with it. Like, <laughs> strawberry, <laughs> like, dried strawberries and bananas. Bananas, yeah. Like, Step that's, up your game, yeah. Omaha. <laughs> Make some weird stuff. But, I mean, you know, you like what you like. And yeah. if that's yeah. what takes you back to, like, that Saturday morning, like, having a it banana is, and a bowl of cereal. It's also interesting to see the different types of people who come in, and um, they get the cereal card that they fill out where they check which cereals they want. They can get up to three different cereals and two toppings and their choice of milk. And there are some that are like, oh, man, this is amazing. And so, like, getting wild and crazy with And then there are other people who are like, wait, I can put three different cereals in one bowl? Is that even <laughs> legal? <laughs> and they can just are kind of paralyzed with all the decisions that they're going to make. It's really fun to it's watch. Cool. I don't know about you, dear listener, but I like to know where my food comes from. I love when restaurant menus list all the different producers and farms where their meats, cheeses, and vegetables arrive from. It gives me confidence that I'm eating a quality product because the restaurant is proud to attach its name to the brand. The same goes for beef, and that's one of the main reasons why I love certified Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese is farm-to-fork traceable as it purchases its cattle from a trusted network of family ranches in the Midwest. All certified Piedmontese beef is raised without hormones, steroids, or antibiotics, and it's 100% source verified by Where Food Comes From Incorporated. And when you buy certified Piedmontese, you know where your food is coming from and why it tastes so good. Place your order today on Piedmontese.com with my promo code HOPPEN, H-O-P-P-E-N, and feast on delicious, safe cuts of beef with confidence. And now, back to my guest. So you guys had an Instagram post several months back that described Control's different options as cereals that your mom wouldn't let you eat unless it was a special (laughs) occasion. That line fascinates me, and I feel like there's a story behind that. Is there? I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I could eat whatever cereals I wanted, but I know a lot of people who, you know, they grew up with very strict, like you can only have plain Cheerios. Or, Enjoy your grape nuts, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, like, not getting the chance to have sugary cereal at all. Um, yeah, just. Yeah, you get that bit of, like, you're feeling, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Naughty? Yeah, naughty, but that's that was a weird word. I didn't yeah, want to say sorry. naughty, but um I don't know, you just feel uh uh cheat day e Yeah, kind of, yeah. Like you're doing something you're not supposed to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, rebellious. Uh, rebellious, thank you. 
God, brain is not working today, but yeah, yeah. rebellious. Well, neither is mine, so yeah, we're we're all on the same level. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, obviously, this is a very fun space with the video games. Anyone who's ever been in there, it's very vibrant colors. I mean, the walls are just, they're very bright red, yellow, blue. It's just such a in-your-face type of place. How do, how do you think that the the different cereal options and toppings kind of play into that just like wild come in and do whatever you want atmosphere. Cause I feel like it all just kind of ties together. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I get, I guess first before I, we go into that really just, it would be a disgrace for us not mm-hmm. to talk about the people that helped build this yeah, up. Yeah. Like the ideas and the, and the colors and I mean, our designers from, um, Emma Holsey and uh, Ali Lang from Cold Hearted Co. Like the the color palettes and the designs that they put together was just mm-hmm. out of this world ridiculous. And then Ike uh, made them coming in and like literally thrifting everything. Yeah. All the chandeliers, all the, sh- yeah. the furniture wall, the tiles on the bar ceiling. Like we could not have done this together, just Nick and I, Hell no. at, at all. Um, and that's what. I kind of love about owning a business and like just having all these great, amazing, talented people around us that we can partner with to help shine a light on the business itself, but then them using their skills and um, ideas to bring it all to life is really, really fun. So like same as muchachos, right? Like we said, hey, this is what's inside of our sick, twisted brain. Yeah. <laughs> Please put this on a wall. And they did. And it absolutely yeah. worked. And it, yeah, forever thankful because it wouldn't have been as cool and funky and weird without them. So, yeah. How important is it for a restaurant or in this case a coffee shop to have that personality? Something that is memorable from the moment you step inside, before you take a bite of food, before maybe you even smell the food or the mm-hmm. coffee or anything else, you are drawn in by something that you've not experienced before. How important is that? We want you to have that wow factor when you yeah. walk in, like, like, just this isn't a place that we feel we've been to before. This is a place yeah. that, you know, we want to come back to and, and share with our friends and family. Like we, we had, love experiencing places like that, yeah. that, you know, have their own personality in it and that are unique. And like, we think that's super fun. That's why we love going back to different places because like it's different. And so we wanted to do that same thing. Yeah. Like yesterday, for example, we had someone who um, had been in a few times and, uh, their friend, I'm, I'm not sure who the other person was, but they brought them in because they're like, you have to check this place out. And that's like, that's what makes me feel good is seeing the joy in people's faces when they come in. The kids' jaws drop yeah. when they see their cereal and when they walk in and they just feel welcome. And honestly, today, I think we could all use a little bit more of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now, speaking of the look on people's faces, what kind of expressions do you see when people walk in and they see old school Sega, NES, SNES uh-huh. consoles, Pac-Man tables? Yeah. Like that is just such a cool element to have not only video games, but those old school retro Donkey Kong, Mike Tyson's punch out, like those type of video games. What what type of expressions do you see? due to that experience i mean both kids and adults alike just you know you see the nostalgia in adults like oh my gosh they have i played that when i was a kid and this is my favorite game and i got the high score on that game and 
Um, and then just the kids, of course, like I, so many times, like parents will bring their kids in or a group of kids and they have to like direct them and say, okay, you gotta wait on the video game. Like we can't start playing yet. You got to choose your cereals first. And then they go and just start just, you know, sightline right on those video games and they want to try them all and they go table to table and try every single one. It's fun too, because like what I noticed working in there a lot was you'll see a lot of full bowls of cereal. Like they're barely touched because the kid could not <laughs> the video yeah. games. And I, while I love seeing kids and like, but I was like, I want it to all be in one, you know, enjoy everything, uh-huh. but I get it. Like yeah. you get pulled into some uh, Zelda and you're not doing anything <laughs> else, you know, like it, it's a fun vibe and yeah. a fun, yeah. um, no, no. It, I love that it's for everybody. Yeah. Plus, and I, I don't know if you guys have many slow mornings. I, yeah, would assume you don't. Do. But but if it happens, like, gives the staff something yeah, fun to do uh-huh. too. You just step out from Take behind the counter, and, yeah. go go play some Tetris. Yeah, <laughs> have Donkey Kong throw some barrels at some giant alligators yeah. and have a fun time. Yeah, I would say I probably play more than anyone else that's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just because I I mean I'm not a day to day like I'm not in there and and working on the stuff. I'm more of a just ideas and uh-huh. you know help wherever I yeah yeah. filling in wherever I need to so when I go like I'm partaking like I'm having fun (laughs) when I'm there too Mm -hmm. now that's obviously a very unique component to the business because I mean if it exists I haven't seen it in Omaha and Lincoln any other restaurant coffee shop bar anything that has that retro video game aspect where'd that idea come from again it kind of goes back to me and the nostalgia, and yeah. the, you know, thinking about what made me happy. When I was a kid, what made me happiest? And I kept going back to my grandparents' house, you know, and, and playing video games. And I'd have, you know, friends come over and, and, you know, we'd have hot tortillas waiting for us when we needed to take a break. And, like, it was just, I don't know, it was the, that was such a big part of my childhood that um, if we're going to do something fun, let's let's include that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we need a little bit of fun with the way things are right now, you know, yeah. like in the middle of the pandemic and, you know, all kinds of just really horrible things happening in this world. We want to have a space that people can come and just kind of get a break. Forget about it for yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not that it's not important. Right. To we don't want to minimize focus that. On, but, but just a place to kind of, yeah, relax, go back to that time when things were a little bit simpler, at least in our minds as kids, you know. Fill that brain with some dopamine and have a good time yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not to be corny with like a video game analogy, but when you go into control, it does kind of feel like you're pressing pause yeah. on, oh, on, so on, the rest of, like on the rest <laughs> of life because it's like, let's just, yes, th- there's still reality going on all around us. We're not forgetting about that. This isn't yeah. like escapist culture or anything like that, but take 20 minutes yeah. to just enjoy a coffee, Reset. enjoy a bowl of cereal, make it as crazy as you want, play a video game yeah, no and one's there to judge you exactly yeah. just relax like that that is the atmosphere that you get at control it's just like this is a place for you to just be yourself and unwind for as long as you need to and then you can get back out to the terrible world that's out there and yeah. and try and you know and do your thing and fix it not to sound doom and gloom no, not, no, not that yeah, I know it's not yeah, terrible absolutely. world the world is sure. great but but control sure. is just a place where it's just like hey come in here Reset a little yeah just the the bad vibes aren't in here. This is fun. Yeah. Recharge your batteries. No, you I mean you nailed it. Honestly, like 
find find that time for you. And I, I think that's where the adult side of it comes in because you can get that coffee, get that caffeine that you need for the day, but then also go back and feel good for a few minutes. Even if you're having the crappiest of days, yeah. you can recharge those batteries, go out and kick ass the rest of the day, yeah. you know, so... Yeah. Love it. Uh, so I believe from what I saw, the first announcement that you guys made about opening was a social media post on February 24th. Okay. Sure. We trust you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I already screwed up once this episode, so hopefully this doesn't strike two. What was the reaction to that post? Because I don't remember there being any, like, real and i could have missed it but i don't remember seeing any like lead up to it like you guys weren't talking about opening a coffee shop or anything like that all of a sudden it was just like hey control it it's (laughs) it's coming and it was just like whoa what what is this this is exciting what was the reaction to that Uh, i don't know honestly i don't remember i so to kind of roll back a little bit we um, we knew we were going to do a coffee shop, but the cereal and the video games didn't come until much later in the process. Um, we were actually, we kind of, we, we kind of screwed up a little bit because we, uh, the original name was going to be drip. Like that's what, that's right. Yeah. Yes. We landed on that. We had, a, we did our research. Like we went on secretary of state's page. We went, uh, out on Facebook and looked for that. And, um, we went on Yelp and we, the only thing we found was a, a botanical place called drips. And on Yelp, it was marked as permanently closed. So we thought we were okay. And that's where I screwed up. I should have reached out and, and done a better job. But um, we had like released the branding and like mm-hmm. and we released everything. And then the next morning, like we got this message like, hey, by the way, we're, we've been in Omaha for nine years. And I'm like, felt so they terrible. Had, yeah, coffee shop. Yeah, they, yeah, they were selling like, yeah, drip coffee and stuff like that. And um, just felt terrible about how that worked out and played out. And, um, so we, I mean, we legitimately mourned that name because we were throwing an entire brand right. away, right? And so that's kind of where um, where the video game aspect of it came in. Like, how can we... We had to go back to the drawing board of what are we going to do? Completely <laughs> had to re-come re up with everything. And that's where we're like, okay, what if we had video games there? And then how can we tie in the name to that? And so we thought, you know, keyboard control and then... Yeah. You know, CTRL and yeah. yeah. Just kind of came together. God works in <laughs> just the craziest ways. He takes something that looks like a disaster and yeah. he's like, no, your idea Wait, for a coffee shop is actually going to be coffee shop slash cereal bar and you're going to have video games and it's yeah. going to be like the most unique and cool thing ever. Yeah, it, it, it all worked out. Yeah. It worked out the way it was supposed to for sure. Uh, Man, I just, like, there's so many ways to just, like, keep going off that conversation. Like, I I guess, like, when you first hear back from Drip and they're like, hey, you know, we kind of have this brand already. And you're talking about having to, you know, basically put a brand to death, something that you Mm -hmm. had, you had it in your mind. Like, it was real to you guys, I assume. And you just have to go back to the drawing board. Where do you even start from? But first, we, I mean, we legitimately had to take time to step away yeah. for like a few weeks and just be like, okay, okay, let's not think about this for a while. Let's not dwell on, you know, losing that brand. And yeah. I mean, it was hard. Like, it was legitimately hard. And did you have the space at this point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. had this. Okay. Yeah. You were committed. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it's like, we, I mean, it's time to like crap or get off the pot. Like, we got to move. <laughs> we got to We something. had to move. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't know. It's just. And yeah. You could have just, you know, given up and been like, well, I guess 
We'll we're gonna, gonna call it. Ho-hum. We're yeah. gonna call it beans. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it gave us the opportunity to kind of start thinking more creatively, and I think that was the push that we needed to come up with what we did yeah. come up with. Was there like a light bulb moment? Because I mean, it 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 sounds like Drip was going to be a pretty traditional coffee house, and yeah. now uh-huh. it's turned into like this nostalgic. Yeah take you back to childhood playground almost. Was there a, a light bulb moment that clicked in one of your heads where it was just like, this is a total chance to pivot, mm-hmm. and I just, I have this nostalgic idea. Let's go with this. I think the video game stuff yeah. came first, really, and then yeah. we started thinking, well, we should probably have food and wanting to stand out a little bit, and um, Ike and his mom have always thought about uh cereal bar so they were like you should try that and so we started thinking about it and logistically how that would work and we're like yeah this could really work we went to vegas yes and because there's a place called cereal bars or cereal killers Mm -hmm. inside miracle mile shops and we went and checked it out and just kind of scoped out to see how they do it um and that was mostly like ice cream and And you know shakes and stuff like that um but Yeah. yeah we wanted to be a little bit different but yeah no i Honestly, it once we got the idea and then formed how, you know, the how do we do this and how do we make it so it's not, like, clunky different yeah. ideas. Like, yeah. I don't know. Honestly, it was so intimidating because um, we were going in. I mean, we're almost smack dab between Archetype and Hardy, Hardy yeah. in the old market. And, I mean, those two are... Those are powerhouses. Powerhouses, yeah. dude. Yeah. Amazing, like, amazing coffee. That's where we go. Amazing like, coffee. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and so, like, we want to collaborate. Yeah. To take a word from Wax Buffalo, you know, we want to collaborate and not compete. And mm-hmm. how can we, you know, lift up the coffee community and be a part of that while still, you know. Mm-hmm. Doing our thing, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you guys something that I find so fascinating you mentioned a couple times just like the the uh expressions on people's faces and the impact that that has on you I want to take you back to the first time you opened you had your soft opening in May now nobody had like no customer had seen this space there were no pictures there oh there were some pictures on Instagram but nobody like had experienced it people were walking in for the first time there was no like word of mouth experience or anything like that. What were, what do you remember about that day having customers in and seeing their faces experience the space for the first Gosh, time? It was really fun because we, you know, we do the process and we knew what we wanted it to look like and we were just hoping that people would enjoy it and just seeing people like immediately want to take pictures in front of like the um, stripe wall front or in front of the love graffiti yeah. wall, like just seeing the things that we've created and then automatically they went being like, wow, this is amazing. And it was just, yeah, it's very life giving. And, you know, I come, you know, if I go in and I'm like, man, I'm just dog tired and I don't really want to be here right now. And then just seeing people walk in and enjoying the space, like just turns my attitude around. It's, it's so much fun. Do you remember no. Uh, <laughs> just a ho-hum day. No, just I mean, opening a new establishment, yeah, whatever. Funny. I do no, that I all mean, the time. Honestly, so the way my brain works, like, I don't enjoy it until much later. 
Mm-hmm. Like I, in the moment, That's like fair. I'm making sure that logistics are the way we're supposed to be. How can we make this better? What did I see that we can, you know, how can we tweak this and, you know, what can we do to make sure that the longevity is there? Like day one, that's where I'm going. And I, I just, yeah, for me, I don't take the, the time to enjoy it until I go back and look at pictures and look at socials. And that was the craziest thing. Like the amount of social love that this got oh, was insane. Like that I, very first day, um, whoever runs the Omaha places, TikTok. Connor, she, yeah. yeah. So they came in and um, they were like, uh, you mind if we take some video? We're going to put together a thing for Omaha Places. And um, and I was like, yeah, sure. And they're like, do you want us to wait to post um, just so you can get your, you know, get things in line? Get your bearings, and, yeah, yeah. get your bearings. And I'm like, no, go ahead and post, yeah, not no thinking anything. Uh, I was like, yeah, I'll bring, you know, get the word out. And just that, you know, they posted and then the very next line day it was crazy Insane. busy. And I don't regret that at all. I mean, it was definitely hard, but it was really fun, and it kind of got us. But it's how you learn, too. Yeah, like absolutely. You, you got to kind of go through it to, to see how you can make it better and how you can, mm-hmm. you know, what you can do to sustain that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to give a quick shout-out, actually, to Omaha Place's awesome Instagram account with, I'm looking now, almost 30,000 followers and yeah. just celebrated its one year anniversary That's amazing. last week and they they just do incredible work yeah. highlighting uh local establishments so just wanted to give them a shout out because connor is awesome everyone who collaborates on yeah. that account is really I really, really cool. appreciate people on socials who like really lift up small businesses yeah. um you know i'm a part of a um you know coffee business owner group on facebook and i see so many posts of people like dogging on social media and how they feel like it doesn't help small mis- businesses at all and Feel like we've seen the exact opposite um, of it, especially with control. Just the love that we've gotten, and it's just blown up. It's super, super encouraging. Yeah, I mean, you really have to take the the negative with a grain of salt, right? And understand like you either caught someone on a bad day where you screwed up, and you know it, they had to get it out, and that's okay. Like you can't. We're not gonna. Not everyone is gonna love paying $5 for a bowl of cereal, right. and we understand that. Right. Um, maybe not in the moment, but <laughs> we'll understand it eventually. And um, I don't know. I think for the most part, we're seeing, you know, just like with Muchachos, we want to have like four or five places within there that are Instagrammable mm-hmm. because, I mean, it's it's free marketing, right? right. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you go and yeah. you, you, you take a picture in front of something really cool and you share it, and you get the right person that does this, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, let's go and Where check this that? out. Yeah. And, um, you know, we also have a, a latte art printer mm-hmm. in the shop. We found on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, shout out TikTok. <laughs> hey, TikTok. Um, but uh, <laughs> that thing was not cheap, and but we're literally able to print, like, anything. If you have a piece a of logo. art that you do, a logo, oh, no. like we have the KUTV people come in all the time. And the first day they all came in, we printed the KETV logo on their lattes. And now they come back all the time. Like, mm-hmm. it's super fun. How the heck does that thing work? Because <laughs> I've, I've seen these photos on Instagram, and they're, like, really intricate. Like, you guys did ones with sloths. You've done yeah. people's faces. You've had catchphrases on there. And it looks, like, real. And I almost feel like it's photoshopped, but I know it's not photoshopped. I know it's real, but it just like blows my mind. How, how does 
that machine. Work? That's why it was so expensive, Dan. <laughs> okay, uh, exactly. <laughs> but no, it's just blowing um, minds does not come cheap. Similar to like an inkjet printer. Yeah, or like a yeah. So it just you put this little coffee pod, and it's just like coffee extract or uh-huh. like like or coffee like, grounds, uh-huh. and it just will like it sounds like a printer when it runs it. Yep. You put the cup in, it lifts it up, and then it just runs, and you get something Prince beautiful and fun and. Yeah. I don't know. You can upload, yeah, there's, there's an app, and you can upload your own stuff to it, and it goes directly to our printer, and so then you just tell us, oh, I have number two, can you put that on my latte? And That is yeah. just wild to yeah, me. It's super fun. It is really fun. I don't know who came up with that idea, but they're a uh, genius. Well, I mean, I was scrolling TikTok, you know, and it was just, oh, you mean the thing itself? Yeah, yeah the yeah. genie. Well, you can do it with drinks, too. Like yeah, like On boozy or, drinks. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yep. Anything that's a... Foamy. Uh, yeah, like a blank canvas. So the foam from a Guinness or, a, you know, egg white cocktail or anything like that. Cupcakes. You know, if uh-huh. it's flat, then you could print on it. Oh. Anything that's food safe. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. I'm, laughs> You're like, huh? No, 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 no. I, I'm just saying I'm someone who was amazed by, I remember in college, they had a waffle maker that when you put it down, it would put the Nebraska oh, and yeah. logo on your waffles. And I was amazed by that. So maybe I'm just a very easy to entertain crowd. I'm like, if you can put a design on my food, whoa. No, and it, it goes back to that whole, like, you know, we knew people were going to share this on social media. Yep. And it's fun to see the amount of people that love something as simple as a picture on a coffee. Yeah. You know, it's just another factor in which, like, we want to make it fun and uplifting and take your mind off the crap for a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as you're designing the space, are you intentionally saying we want to have X number of like really Instagrammable spots? How can we create something that is going to just encourage people? This is a really fun, like this chair or this couch. There's that specific couch along that Mm -hmm. wall that I've seen. I don't even know how many dozens of times on Instagram, like, as you're building out the space, are you intentionally saying these three spots are going to be like our Instagram spots? How can we highlight we these the most? Yeah, talking with Emma and Ike and just trying to figure out the space in general, we th- you know we were looking for three different spots, and so um, you know we kind of gave our wish list of these are the things I'd love. Like I wanted a record player and that, and I wanted a couch. And then I wanted to have a space where we could have local makers sell their stuff. Um, and we wanted just, yeah, things that people could take photos of. And, and so we just kind of brainstormed and said, okay, well, what could we do? And then it kind of just depended on, like, I found that red couch on Facebook. Uh, someone was selling it, and it was, Popped like. Popped up in the North Omaha the and bought it, pulled into their driveway. color. And so we just went and bought it, and it just was perfect. Yeah, I mean, the majority of what's in there is secondhand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are a few things that we bought, like, at Ikea. Um, but for the most part, like it was all secondhand stuff. I think that helps give it its personality. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. That's yeah. really cool. And it's, and it was cheaper. <laughs> that so helps too. That's what he likes. <laughs> yep. And, and that uh, buying all the secondhand stuff allows you to buy the latte yep. printer, right, exactly. whatever. So yeah. it, it, it all works out. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, get creative. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I've taken enough of you guys this time. We're probably running up against the clock here, but before we go, I, I got to ask you about muchachos because I know there's an Omaha location in the works. 
as much as you feel comfortable sharing yeah. now, Nick, I want to hear about it. I want the listeners to hear about it because Muchachos is absolutely one of my favorite restaurants. There are not many restaurants I will leave Omaha for because I love Omaha so much. We have so many great restaurants here. It is worth driving to Lincoln to go to Muchachos. So anything that you want to share about Muchachos coming to Omaha, I'm here for. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, we, you know, we found a spot. We found multiple spots, um, but none of them really worked out. You know, we went to, we pushed a few LOIs out, letter of intent to um, to go into, and they just didn't happen to work out well. This one um, in Little Bohemia, we fell in love with. So we were actually, I was driving up to Control to help work, you know, put things together one day, and they were putting up a for lease sign in the window in Little Boho. So I'm like, oh, shoot, like, what's this place? It was actually right next door to a place we had looked at and walked away from. And so I get on the phone with Justin. I'm like, bro, get me get me in there. Like, let's go take a peek. Ten minutes later, um, we just pull up to look, and the dude is there taking pictures for the website. <laughs> like, it literally was that fresh. And if you if the, if the it's still up, you can actually go, and we're in the photos. Oh, really? So, <laughs> yep. Like, my car's out front. We're in there. It's pretty funny. But, um, no, so it, it's 1058 South 13th uh, in Little Bohemia. So right next to the old donut stop. Um, it used to be Outer Spaces, which I guess was a, an indie concert venue. Um, I did, I've never been there personally, but you walk in, and it feels like muchachos in there. Like, you've got the brick on both sides. Um, a beautiful wood floor. Um, there's an upstairs to it, so we'll be able to have upstairs seating now, oh, which that's is really, awesome. really fun. Um, and it just, I mean, it looks and feels exactly like we have in Lincoln, and that's what I wanted. Like, I was willing to say no to anything. I mean, we were in no rush to open a Muchachos. I know there was a lot of pressure for us to do that, um, but I wasn't going to say yes to any spot, and it yeah. worked out just beautifully and um we're looking at hopefully i i say november december she laughs at me everyone laughs at me after the first but (laughs) i don't listen um (laughs) you know it'll we have a lot of work to do on it but yeah yeah, we want to make it perfect and just with i mean like we just ordered a new uh, front door for our house and it took like three months longer yeah. to arrive than yeah. it was supposed to. So there's just, there's all kinds of supply shortages right now. You mm-hmm. you want to be careful with that, but Omaha's rest assured at some <laughs> point you will be getting brisket tacos, hatchmack burritos and everything else glorious that comes with muchachos. But we will further discuss that on a later date. This day, I want to encourage everyone to get down to control. This is, I mean, you can you can have a good time at control without even having a coffee or a bowl of cereal. You just walk in and your mood is going to increase by like 10% because it's just fun. It is alive. And then, yeah, you get that coffee and especially the cereal milk latte. Um you play a video game, you make whatever kind of cereal you want, whether you're boring or super adventurous. <laughs> it's just it's it's just something that has to be experienced. Like you can listen to an hour long podcast and hear people talk about it, but until you actually go in there, it's hard to accurately describe. So Nick and Jenny, thank you so much for taking the time to come on this morning. I, I just I really appreciate you guys. Thanks for having oh, thank us, dude. Yeah. Always a pleasure, my friend. The pleasure is all mine. Omaha, as always, thanks for eating with us.
Ahura Media Production.